0: Right, hello everybody, this is Steve from the RetroMon blog, and I'm down in the Medway again. Uh, Today I am with Graham Day and the Forefathers. Uh, Hello, chaps. Hello, Hello. Steve. So on my left, we've got Graham. Hello wolf hello and alan
1: hi there oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 and we've got all three of you together which is quite quite rare actually isn't it to get there
2: yeah we don't like being together much no. <laughs> we were all together last night though not not in bed
0: together. yeah and uh, we're picking up the dark glasses and the uh, the sort of uh yeah that is i do have to do that i must say yeah it's all very rock and roll anyway but thanks for seeing us today and we thought we'd get you all together to uh, talk about your brand new album uh, the good things which
3: is it's the just
2: first good <coughs> just good yeah, things it not got right. other on
3: it
0: no. oh good things we okay. don't know
2: why I can't remember
3: and it's cheaper just
1: uh, <laughs> a couple of typesetting yeah Yeah,
0: yeah lecture set yeah you've got back recently as, as the forefathers which is someone I've I read said it's a it's a tribute to yourself Graham it's almost <laughs> like a, a tribute to your back catalogue and uh, and the three of you playing going back to the the prisoners uh, so mainly it's picking out the prisoners the solar flares and the Prime Movers and the Jailers. That's it. Picking out songs throughout the whole of the career. And the new album is just uh, it's sort of like a, a greatest hit, but performed live in the studio. Is, is
3: yeah, right? we did the backing tracks live, yeah. And um, I sung over it in my bedroom all to right, finish it, it off. Yeah. And you did
1: it in your bedroom, didn't you? In my cellar. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Get a bit of sound in the cellar. Um...
0: <laughs> so it's all just a self-produced record? Yeah, it's,
1: um, I mean, it's kind of like we used to record years ago where you do the whole backing track live, you don't mm. redo anything, you just try and get a, the right take of it and then you work with that. You just, there's, there's only a couple of overdubs on it and that's only because mm. I can't play the organ and the bass at the same time, so oh, okay. there's, there's yes. one track with no, an organ on you it. You need to so get someone else in. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Maybe so someone we can do on. both. got another
0: organist. Yeah. This is what <laughs> always but,
3: always happens. Start off as a good three piece and then was put, put an organ player on <laughs> top of it to spoil it. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> 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 well, you have Parsley jumped on stage at,
0: uh, at the Bethnal Green Working Men's Club, didn't he? And, and yeah, we added should. A bit should of organ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did call the bouncers, didn't we? <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> Stop <Stopping> it <laughs>
0: Single. um The songs don't feature on on the album, but yeah, um, lovely lies.
1: Yes, done in the same session. And that right. was a state.
0: Yeah, and that was on on State Records. Yeah, uh, and that that sold out in the first pressing. Yeah, it, pretty it's quickly, great, isn't it? Yeah, it is. it's good, isn't it? Yes. You know, and then it's really nicely produced by State Records. They did the clear vinyl, didn't yeah. yeah, they? Uh, and that that were you surprised by the the, the sort of response to that? And i many songs? Yeah, Definitely yeah. was. I think yeah.
1: most certainly was. So. Aldrin. Second pressing before the yes. first, you know, before it, the first one
0: had been released. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was yeah. quite quite good, wasn't it? And the and the, the new album is that who's releasing that? Do the, themselves. It the, oh, it's self one. Yeah,
1: it's going yeah. to be on Own Up Records. Yes, yeah, the return of Own Up. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, th- I think it's the, the reaction that has been um, well, from what I've seen, has been fantastic. To it. I think you're right. I think it, it just sort of works, doesn't it? Sometimes it's a natural thing, and people are coming along, realizing that you're just really enjoying playing these songs yeah. again. I think yeah. when we saw you the first time, and, and we were just blown away by it because didn't seem to be anything cynical behind it or just getting behind it It was just totally natural you know and it looked looked like you really were enjoying playing them and i think that's important yeah we
3: are it was sort of a relief really you know come to terms with it Mm. and actually wanting to play
0: Mm.
3: and we did sort of rehearse a couple and you know there's a couple there that people would probably always want to hear that really not that interested in like hurricane yeah and that because it's just not very good Mm. Um, and we have tried to play it, and we don't really enjoy it. So mm. we won't be, you know, we might chuck it in if times right and if we fancy it. But on the whole, it's not one of my favourite songs. Yes. Yeah. But it yeah. might be a lot of other people's. Yeah. But we're not going to do it just for the sake of it. You, you've got to believe in what you're doing. And although we're playing old stuff, we really believe in it.
2: Mm. Mm. it
3: wasn't our idea
2: to do it in the first place. Was no, it, it wasn't. I mean, we were made to do it. Yeah. You were forced. We <laughs> were, yeah, by a German. And um, oh, you know, right, okay, yeah. They asked us to get the prime movers back together. Oh. That's isn't it,
3: it? It was the 25th anniversary of Unique Records, and uh, he was doing a big party. And a really nice bloke, Henry. Anyway, so we thought, yeah, okay. He wanted us to play the first album, so we thought, yeah, we'll give it a go. It might be mm. quite fun just for one gig. But then, of course, it's quite a lot of effort to just do one gig. Mm. Um, so, and then we found that even if we played that whole album front to back it's it wouldn't be long enough for a gig anyway because they're quite right. short songs so we did chuck a couple of extras in a couple of prisoners songs and solar flare songs in and obviously we preferred them yeah. um, and it kind of and then we one gig became four gigs um and then by the end of the fourth gig we weren't really playing any of the promover songs yeah. apart <laughs> from the good things um they just got dropped really quickly yeah. um and then we we enjoyed it so much, we thought, yeah, let's carry on doing it. But it would be stupid to call it the, the mm. prime movers when we're only doing the good things. So yeah. that's what we came up with, this name. Yeah. just to, And it's only got my name in it just because it's, you know, the songs that I've written in different yeah. bands, yeah including the Joes, so people know what it is, it just says what it is.
0: Not just do a live album like you know proper at a gig because you've been doing some good gigs in London. What was
3: the reasoning behind doing it like I, that? I think a lot. We've tried to do that in the past, and it sort of gets in the way of the gig. The gig should oh. just be about that performance for the audience, and yeah. you know you don't want to be worrying about you know whether you've played it right or or what the sounds like. It's uh, that, it just gets in the way and spoils it. I think. I
1: think yeah. you get worse worse gig and a worse recording. Yeah, it's you have to you have to do one thing or the other, oh. um, and. Then the trouble is gigs there's always loads of mistakes all over it and you know dropped <laughs> drumsticks and it's just that's just the way it is yeah. and um although that, that's fine at the time because it's just gone but if, yeah. it, if it's yeah. if it's on the it record it would be yeah. if it wasn't for YouTube
2: yeah well that's that is the problem <laughs> there's enough of that on the,
1: these days if you want crappy live performances um yeah just go on YouTube there's, there's every single band sounds rubbish on YouTube yeah
0: but some of the songs are not that different to the, the originals. I mean, especially, say, the Solar Flares, when there was just the three of you anyway. Yeah. I mean, I can understand re-recording some of, say, the early Prisoner stuff. I mean, was it because you weren't happy with the production that you wanted to redo them no, again? No, just or that
1: it? was... I mean, we did it about this time last year. when we, it, That was the stuff that we were playing in the set. Yeah. And that is just a recording of the set. The set's evolved mm-hmm. a little bit since. We've added a few more songs in, mean, a few more Jonas songs. So that's there was no thinking, other than let's recall the songs we are doing in the set. Yeah, we, we weren't thinking that these are going to be better than the originals. Yeah. One way or the other, it's just what we're doing. Some of them have yeah. turned out to be better, but they're mm. you know they're quite similar because mm. there's only th- the three of us doing exactly what we've always done.
0: And the three of you have worked pretty closely together over the years. I mean, you you were in the band called the Daggerman originally, wasn't it? Is that how you got to know the prisoners and?
2: Yeah, I was at school your... with uh, Dave Taylor, who's James Taylor's brother. Yeah. So I got into all the bands through that, through him. Yeah. And we used um, to—I was saying to Graham last night at his party that um, we used to go in the gym and we were allowed to put our own music on while we went on the trampoline. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) so we put on the Pop Rivets and the Prisoners and the Milkshakes. We were bouncing around to that. Yeah. So um, yeah, and and then we did gigs with the Prisoners and all that sort of thing. So that's how we got to know everyone. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's good old days. So do you
0: think would you be bringing in any other band, any other songs from? any of the other line-ups that you've done? We're going to do all
2: Daggerman ones in the next gig. Yeah, is that going to be a Daggerman <laughs> special? Because <Yeah. laughs> I can play one of them on bass, yeah. so I think oh, right. a, okay. a bundle. Yeah. Yeah. So a tribute to, to Luke <laughs>
0: prisoners were again one i'm always fascinated by these bands that are trailblazers in a way but often you find those the ones that are overlooked mm. you know and in the clamor for, for commercial success and bands copy things and whether it's from the, the punk movement or the that period of what you were doing you know and it, it's sort of it, is it frustrating you know is it something that you just think oh you know we we did we were doing what we wanted to do or do you do you, do you feel any sort of
3: not to say bitterness but do you do you get sort of my, my biggest regret about the prisoners is that we never made an album that sounded like the band. Um, oh, I right. suppose the Last Four Fathers was cl- the closest, but and yeah. um, we were really—it was a—it's bat- just a battle against t- yeah. music at that time was nothing like what we were doing, and mm. a lot of the press said that we were crap and we were re- you know looking backwards and mm. not modern and you know so we were. Of the wrong time, certainly mm. in, in terms of sound, what we wanted to what we wanted to sound like mm. it just didn't happen. Um, yeah. The engineers in the studios didn't understand what we were talking about. Assumed that we wanted to sound as modern as possible, and that was the yeah. last thing we wanted. So yeah, my, that's my biggest regret really that
4: mm.
3: we never. Everyone goes on and on about the prisoners, but, and I I can look back and and list, certainly listen to that stuff and think, what sort of fuss about you know, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a few good songs in there, and I think we were good live. And mm. We were of our time, uh, but it was certainly the wrong time for uh, you know any chance of any success. But we were never, we never were driven for success anyway. Yeah.
2: Well, imagine you know you get people now always wanting prisoner stuff. Imagine if you would had a hit, they'd be asking for that hit non-stop. Yeah. Yeah. you know that that I, I yeah. think is is really best thing to never have a hit.
3: Yeah, that's that's one yeah. good thing about it: the fact yeah. that we we were able to. St- you know we're still able to play and do mm-hmm. what we want yeah. and there's enough mm-hmm. popularity there to enable us to do that yeah. but there's not too much that puts us in some kind of box yeah we can actually and that's that's a really good thing so i'm really grateful for that but they were
0: never like i said they were never in a box where they weren't easy to categorize sometimes that's more difficult in terms Mm. of selling yourself if you don't fit in a particular genre which i never thought the prisoners did although people think they're a mod band i mean i never did because i I was listening to mostly sort of punk and 60s stuff at the time and then i saw you on the like a lot of people saw you on the tube for the first time Mm. and I, I didn't ever think that it was a mod band and no. then it was a strange, but now it's, people seem to have that conception yeah.
3: that it's, it was sort of a, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, a that's mod don't see a lot of mods in Star Trek outfits, that's for no. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should do, yeah. it would be better, it would be more fun. No, I, yeah, I agree. Um, we we played any any gigs who ever offered us a gig, we played with loads of Psychabilly bands, mm. and you know we had a review for the Taste of Pink album that said, yet another Psychabilly crap album or whatever. Clearly, yeah. not even listened, listened to it, yeah, just yeah. you know, by reputation or whatever. Yeah. Um, the mod thing was a bit odd. and That was another thing we just f- fell into because of the countdown records. Um, mm. Nothing to do with us. Was, yeah. You know. But yeah, it's strange times. Yeah. And we did. We weren't very popular at the time, honestly. You know, we, maybe in France we, we were quite popular. Um, London was always pretty good, but everywhere else we were playing in front of no one most yeah. of the time. Yeah, so you know where all these prisoners fans came from. I, don't, I really yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> yeah. they certainly weren't around at the time. Yeah. But you
0: played at the Clarendon, at the Club Foot I know there's been some chat on the internet there, like, the, the, about the, the old Clarendon. It's a much missed venue. And again, the, the sort of bands that, mm. that were on at the time were like uh, a real mix of everything, weren't they? they were, like, yeah. Uh, a lot of psychobilly stuff. Yeah.
3: Doctor and the Medics. You
0: know. That's right. Playing like Jane, that were a great band. Yeah, the they were good. And, uh, I used to love them. Yeah, they're another band like the, like the Prisoners, which people they're now even are... even
1: more obscure than The Prisoners. They are, aren't they, yeah. Which is strange considering they were signed so to a major
0: label. Yeah, and they did that, that sort of live album on a major, a- A&M, I think it was. You know? But there yeah. were another band at the time which were very different. And, yeah. uh, it was a good times around the, the, the Clarendon, you know. It's, it's a, yeah,
1: it was a good venue, the Downstairs one. Downstairs, yeah, yeah never yeah. liked the Upstairs one. No.
0: So one song which is I've got to play, which um, was was is my favourite, is the prisoners thinking of you, and you you picked this out as one of your picks as well. What was it about this song that's, that's so special?
3: It's always been my favourite prisoner song. Mm. I think just um, I find it quite emotional that song. You know, mm. not lyrically, but um, it's just got a really nice tune. Yeah, yeah. And we, we have tried to play it a couple of times, but it does it really, really misses the organ. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, it's a shame because it's a really nice song. Yeah, I think, it, it, I think it
0: works when I, when I heard it. But I was just so, maybe so you take taking over the yeah, song. Yeah, you can, you of can of
1: kind of, of get away with things yeah. live if you play it at the right part point in the evening, you know, and people you can get carried along with people just being glad that you played it. But yeah, yeah it does miss that extra musical element. Yeah, So it'll be an occasional thing, I think. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear
0: it thinking of you. So after the um, after the prisoners, you you joined James Taylor Quartet, um, Alan yeah. and, and Wolf, and you were doing that. And I mean, how, how was that? Because it was pu- really pretty much instrumental stuff, wasn't it? That he yeah, was it was doing and yeah, it was all instrumentals.
1: Yeah, it was good. I mean, the time, the, the time our time in the band was a, was a good laugh. We did a lot yeah. of gigs. I think made some good records. Really basic, mm. sort of punked up
2: Booker T. Really, yeah. and I thought I yeah. think they were very re- really good. Um, it was it was exciting from the start, wasn't it? That band. We, our first gig was at. Was it Shaftesbury Avenue at the Limelight Club? Yeah. It's called the Limelight. And that was all sort of... It was... Everywhere was packed out almost straight away. The the band didn't have a sort
1: of a, you know, trying to get things going. It was almost immediately... I I think it was probably on the back of, oh, there's half the prisoners playing again. Mm. A lot of people went straight away because it wasn't that far afterwards. But it turned into a career, a music career, and then... I, think, I don't know. It ran its course for me. Yeah. What's happened since has nothing to do with us. So
3: yeah. I, so I remember being quite jealous at the time because I love instrumentals. I always wanted to be in an instrumental band so I don't have to sing. And <laughs> they were brilliant the quartet when they first started. Yeah. Really good. <laughs>
0: done lots of instrumentals as well haven't you mm. in the various lineups and uh, they, they always sound great you know you've done covers of the Joe 90 theme mm. and things like that you know and uh, yeah so I can see it's a,
3: It's always been a part of each lineup you've done isn't yeah. it yeah yeah really into that sort of Barry Gray uh, John Barry yeah. all that all that kind of stuff Lionel mm. Schifrin and mm. um, Ennio Morricone real big influences yeah. on a lot of the stuff that I've, I've done and, yeah. and also it's nice to do an instrumental because it's a bit different yeah um, it gives you a break from singing, but you, you do need an organ. That's probably why yeah. um, we've always started as a three-piece, and then an mm. organ player comes along cause, just because you want to be able to get those the, instrumentals. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. why we got Parsley in, because he was really good at that, yeah. and he's you know of a very similar mind. He loves yeah. all that sort of stuff and he was just perfect for it. Yeah. The trouble is, you, you end up with um, the organ player jumping on for a few instrumentals and jumping back off again, and you think, well, that's a We're bit... Carrying around a Hammond yeah. and a Leslie just yeah. for just ten, <laughs> 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, and yeah. so they end up joining the band. I mean, yeah. It's always a difficult one, because, you know, that the three piece sort of sound that, that's what we really like and that's where all the energy comes from and the excitement and you put an organ on that and it does smooth the edges over a lot yeah it's great for the instrumentals and it can be really good in, in songs as well but i think to have it all the way through yeah it's uh, we struggle a little
2: bit with that, well, that it does take the dynamics out of it
4: mm-hmm.
2: it's interesting the instrument isn't it? because you know, bands up to and in, in the '60s, would do, you'd have hits, you know, records that were instrumentals. And it, it doesn't yeah, really exist doesn't, anymore. doesn't does happen it? now, does it? No, it really, it's only you know. that style, isn't it?
0: It's, uh... Yeah. What, what would you say is your favourite instrumental then from your, your back catalogue? What would you like? Uh,
2: I like
3: um, "Luna Girl."
1: That's my favourite. Uh, yeah, that one.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, me too. <laughs> oh, me too. That's handy because <laughs> we can. Just how happens we can play that one next. <laughs>
0: I suppose that could be another idea for a different lineup. You know, just do a whole gig of instrumentals. You know, yeah, well, I'd like, to, yeah, stage, I'd like you know? to do that. <clears throat> That's been yeah. kind of a, a
1: long to do that. Yeah, a long standing kind of. Yeah, we should do that one day. Yeah, you know, it's instrumental you would, yeah. gig. Yeah. but you know the amount of re- rehearsal we'd have to do. Yeah, I still,
3: still want to do an instrumental album. I did start to write a new one. I still, I have got a few instrumentals that I've written. I would hmm. still like to do that yeah. one day.
1: It was after me and Simon found ourselves not in the. Quartet that we went around Graham's house and said it's time to come out of retirement for the first time. Yeah, and that's so <laughs> got started. away with it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've tried several times since. <laughs> yeah, we went round there. Graham was in his sort of smoking jacket, relaxed <laughs> with a brandy. We made him get his guitar and his cravat have to spend his life bouncing about <laughs> with us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The good thing, again,
0: about you playing all this different selection of songs is, I mean, I I love the Solar Flares, personally. I mean, I thought they were were better than the Prisons for me in terms of the songwriting and the sound and the production and that. So it was nice to hear those songs. But, uh, you know, some of my mates were saying, oh, I didn't really know the Solar Flares, you know, and then they're going to look at that. And Mm -hmm. for me, I mean, I knew... to be honest, I wasn't a big fan of, of the Prime Movers. I mean, the first album no, was pretty we. good. Oh, no, we don't. <laughs> and, it. And I, but it, and again, it made me look back at and I, the first album. Is is really... I'm, not, I'm sorry, I haven't said the first album was, was the only good album the Prime Movers did, but it was but my sort true, of favorite.
1: <laughs> <of> <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, I think we said at the time of the Solar Flares that the Prime Movers' first album was the first Solar Flares album, but just ten years early. Yeah. Because it, it's yeah. the same... It's kind of similar to the first Solar Flares, yes.
2: Because so. it was just a three-piece at the time, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, that was we, we did yeah. that
1: before we'd done a gig. Yeah, that first yeah. Movers albums.
2: Yeah, I think they're all the same. Can't, I can't listen to any of their albums after the first one. Yeah, can't, if I hear uh, a bit of a song, I have to try to kill myself, <laughs> <laughs> induce <laughs> induce it.
0: <vomit. laughs> so. Because I mean, we, you only played the the good thing, the the track, the good things. Uh, 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 I've only, I think you only played that at the Bethnal Green. Did you play it at the Hundred Club? And and that was it. That was the yeah. only track from the Prime Movers that you played. And like I said, yeah. I was surprised by that because I thought that the the idea behind it was coming from this Prime Movers mm-hmm. reunion. And uh, but it was uh, the only track. And even that has been
1: well, like I said, it was a one-off yeah. thing. It, yeah, because that unique records released the first Prime Movers album. Yeah, you pressed the version of it up. So that was. That's why he asked for the prime movers because he knew the prisoners wouldn't happen. Mm. So, but you know, whatever, for whatever reason, that's that's where we are now. So mm. yeah. The good thing, we'll always hang around because it's just a real good time to play. Yeah.
0: Well, let's hear it, let's hear uh, Good Things. with with the, the the prime movies what what was it what were you sort of influenced by at the time you know what was what was this because it sort of they seemed more the, the guitars got more the songs got longer the, it, was, it was not say prog
1: I mean, people have called them sort of prog rock songs and that but um, it was quite different to the sort of it just got a bit rock i don't yeah. know why I think it was just the times that uh, you know there was a lot of rock stuff about, and I think you just for some reason we got slightly influenced by it rather than just sticking to what we were good at Yeah, you know, um, there are some good songs in there I think but yeah. they, they're just overworked I, I think would, yeah. they, You know, they tried too hard to cram right. too much into each song I think
3: mm. part of it was we, put, we did we play quite a lot of gigs and I think they, the songs just got longer
1: and longer at gigs they, mm. they started jamming we did yeah. start jamming quite a lot didn't we after, yeah. I quite enjoyed the primary of his gigs actually mm. for selfish reasons <laughs> you know, because I, I like jabbing a bit. Yeah, yeah. but don't know. Yeah. It seems like a strange interlude
0: to yeah. me. That that yeah. band. I asked you to choose a couple of tracks from your back catalogue that you, you all liked, and um, Wolf and Graham, you both came up with the Prime Movers. Alone in this house. Yeah, that's my favourite one. Um, which is, which is a great track. Yeah, and um, we'll hear that now.
2: I'm alone
5: in this house. Don't. Any- And it's dark in this room But I don't need a light to see I'm alone, but it's better than the way you live your lives I don't speak, but it's better than to talk with guns and knives I'm alone in this house Not as cold as the blood you've spilled. I'm alone.
0: And then, Alan, you uh, rather controversially picked a track from ARC, which was missing. No, it's,
1: it's scope. unless it was on a version of ARC. I don't it? know. I don't know. Maybe it's on a CD it. or something. But that's it. Was on a, yeah. it was on a 12 inch EP. Okay, yeah, somewhat. Is that controversial? Because well, well, really, you were like oh, disowning the third. <laughs> well, funnily enough, we did try to do a version of it with oh, yeah, four part. We, yeah. we did play it yeah. through. We tried to sort of cut it down from wherever it is, six Ten. minutes to like two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, I just think it's a—it's a really. If it had been shorter, it would have been a, one of our classic songs, I think. But mm. uh, it, I mean, it goes on a bit—the recorded <laughs> version. But I think, uh, whatever. It used to be one of the good songs we played. I thought, mm. standing on our show
2: boxes. <laughs> 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 don't tell them that. With dry ice all around us. All that. <laughs> <laughs> not an about the intro tape. Yeah I that. <laughs> and Smoke clearing there was no one in the audience
5: <laughs>
3: yeah right, most gigs yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the um so the prime movies they said we there was a, f- a few things that you did which were again bands that were not really well known planet you did an album yeah there, which was a good sort of funky sort of i suppose it was a bit
3: like stone rose's second
0: album was that uh, where were you getting your I, influence uh, from um, there, i don't know there?
3: it was a deliberate act to go off on a tangent um i've deliberately tried not to write any songs with tunes hmm. um and I don't, I don't really know. We did this reunion thing with the prisoners, and there was a band playing with us called Mondo Populus, and mm. just really got on with them here, mm. off, and they were a good laugh. And they were a couple of boys from Cornwall and playing that sort of funkadelic kind of mm. thing. Um, and I thought that might be quite good fun, um, so we just did that for a year, a year mm. and a half. It was really good. Played loads of gigs. Had a great laugh with it,
4: mm.
3: but it really wasn't me, you know. That mm. It was um, so. I was signed to Acid Jazz. Um, and it was just a really good period, mm. just really interesting. And but it had run its course, and right. I did intend to make a second album with a different lineup, mm. doing essentially what became the first Solar Flares album, because I, yeah. I wrote half of that album, and that was going to be the next Planet album. But it didn't. They didn't pick up the option on the album, which is. Um, mm. Probably good. So yeah, it was an interesting time, but it was it was a complete deliberate tangent. Let's see what right. sort of you know I don't know maybe a bit of a two fingers up at the prisoners crowd <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, see what they make of it. And see some <laughs> horrified faces in the audience turning <laughs> up, thinking what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah.
0: And then Mother Earth, you were with a similar
3: sort of jazz yeah, funk band,
0: and yeah. you were singing with them as well, were you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know how that happened probably. either.
3: Um, I think their singer, Matt, left, and they had a few songs, and um, I think the plan was that I was going to join them at one point. Mm. Um, so I did a, I think I did two or three songs with them in the studio, and it was, it was all right, but again, it wasn't really my, yeah. my cup of tea. Nice blokes. And we had a bit of a laugh. But um yeah, it was right at the end of that period when I'd already decided to go back and do proper mm. music again. Yeah. So it wouldn't it wouldn't have suited me. Mm. Or them really. No, and you were doing Good Child with Glenn
0: Prangnell which was like a almost like an American power pop. I mean there's one song I
1: this it was like Nirvana. I was like it was um Yeah, it was, it was like, like I don't know, it was that that band started off as just a party covers band. Mm. The four of us, me, Simon, Johnny Barker and glenn mm. We never played sober, you know, <laughs> but at some point we, Glenn started writing songs and John started writing songs. And so in the, the normal tradition is around here that if you have got some songs, you can actually record them and put mm. them out. Whether yeah. actually anyone wants to buy it or not, yeah. You, know, it's, yeah, you don't think about
0: that. Well, if you have been busy playing with Billy Childish over the years as well, after the Daggerman, you you joined up with, with Billy, and you've been in pretty much most of his lineups. on you since then the
2: Buff Medways, yeah, starting CTMF. From the buffs yeah. I, I was in at one point. I was in fifteen bands. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I made a list of them. Yeah, and um, you know they hardly ever, most of them hardly ever played, but it sort yeah. of added up to one normal band in the end. But um, yeah, there was Sergeant's Mess, Dodson's Dogs, Dean and the Emmons. Uh, There's a podcast there and there, and it's a special. Yeah, and I was in the Solar for those and the Buffs at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't know when that was the Buffs, but since then, me and Billy had the same band with different names and the same songs. <laughs> same songs. <laughs> same song. I Bumped into Graham the other day to come out of the studio, with Billy. Uh, I was on my own. Frank because <laughs> you've been recording that song again. <laughs> 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 that <was> quite funny. <laughs> but yeah, we done what have we done. The buffs, the uh, musicians of the British Empire, yeah. and, and <laughs> the <laughs> Chatham singers, <laughs> and um, whatever we called now. What are we called Chatham Faults. Yeah. the latest one. Yeah, yeah. But also a band with uh, a bloke called Neil Palmer from Brighton. We in a band called Spartan Dregs, which I really like.
0: And then you you also, When you left the prisoners you ended up drumming with Billy um, uh, the
3: Mighty Caesar. Yeah, that was great. You enjoyed it. I loved that. Yeah, it's one of one of my my favorite things. Really? Yeah, Yeah. playing a different instrument. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to be able to literally take a back seat. You know, yeah, and just I love playing. I'd never played the drums before. Um, he just asked me to do it because I think Bruce was doing it, and he he left because he was in about twenty eight bands. Um, still is. He, yeah, <laughs> probably still is. Yeah. Um, oh, I love. I really loved it. Yeah, it was really good fun. Yeah. I think we did nine albums in a week
2: he <laughs> seemed like okay, it. anyway he's a fantastic drummer no? at Groundsland people seem to be able yeah. to pick up an instrument and do it Yeah. whereas I can't, I can't even do one the one I chose <laughs> it's a shame really apart from the trumpet oh, yeah. and the well, saxophone when we, <laughs> when we spoke to
0: Billy in our uh, last uh, retrosonic podcast he was saying about Bruce moving Bruce Brown from guitar onto drums because mm. he was such a good guitarist he didn't, he'd never played drums before and he didn't like the fact that he could was a good guitarist he wanted that tension of having somebody who couldn't play yeah making him do like something yeah.
3: you know yeah billy's very fond of, of trying to get things to sound as bad as possible <laughs> in in a good way um, yeah. but yeah he, he asked me to play the bass left-handed on on, uh, on a record because it was only two notes in the bloody song but seemed to think that i was playing those two notes too 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 well yeah <laughs> well Fry-handed. it's that it's, it,
2: no but it is that thing of because because billy's you know, you obviously into punk rocker a lot because um, I play left hand in a lot of our stuff. Yeah. Drumming, and, uh, it is because <laughs> big... you're doing it as well. <laughs> yeah. Are, quite, you it is. are you doing it for us now? It sounds <laughs> 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 So, let me, I'll just carry on with my story. Um, so, yeah, the, with punk bands, you get the first album's all exciting and really good, and the second one you get away with, and then they learn to play, and it's all downhill from there. So, it's trying yeah. to be like you haven't learned to play properly yeah. still. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's trying to capture that. Which is really yeah, hard, if you, yeah. if you can play alright. You were in the headcoats, weren't you? We've all had to all suffer all, at some yeah, point. Yeah, I two, or, <laughs>
1: two or three albums, yeah. Um, yeah. That was at the beginning of the Prime Movers. But that was when, it, but during a time when Billy was actually wasn't that popular. Mm. It was like one of the times, because he's been around for so long that he had have popular phase, like Buff yeah. Headways was a popular bit. Yes. Um, but the yeah. beginning of the headcoats, we did a lot of strange little empty gigs around London where hardly anyone there yeah, and then yeah, uh, obviously I left, and then they got progressive. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that says so something about you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I think they probably does. do you think maybe
2: you could leave our band. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then you could make it. Yeah. And I then did, I did play the Milkshakes for a little while yeah. as well. so okay. was good fun. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you get the sack from work because you were on yeah. tour with the Milkshakes? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I went away for a three-week tour, and then the van broke down. It took about three or four days to get it fixed before we could come home. Yeah. And in the meantime, I lost my job because it was late back. And I didn't tell them I was on on tour. I was on tour anyway. Like...
0: did um, a couple of albums with FaZe and then that was uh, then it was the, the Solar Flares which um, again you get back to the, the three of you doing what you you know that that's sort a of really great uh, I said for the, the first couple of albums were, were fantastic was know?
2: there a gap between the Prime Movers and the Solar Flares I can't remember yeah Prime Movers
1: stopped in 93 yeah. Solar Flares was 99 wasn't it? oh really no yeah, idea it was about that, 5 6 years between them yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was
3: quite happily retired again yeah he got his smoking yeah. jacket back, back on the brandy out <laughs> <laughs> I've tried a few times <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: but that I mean Solar Flares worked great, I mean there's so many songs we could pick it's a quite um, funny
3: band though, I mean it started off quite popular and it dwindled didn't it mm. Um, mm. got less and less popular as, as we went on, uh,
1: which was odd I think it was just the times really, wasn't it You know, mm. you know People that loved the Prisoners didn't know anything about the Solar Flares, it was very oh.
0: odd And one of the tracks that you've ch- chosen Graham, which you, is on the new album uh, is Can't Get You Out of My Mind, which mm. was, a, was a great song So uh, let's hear that now Out, um from the Solar Flares Chatham
1: Town Yep. which is about your hometown yeah uh, that last Solar Flares album came out right towards the end we we split up not long after it came out So that, and there's a whole bunch of good songs on there that we really didn't play live mm. um, some of them never got played live I think a few of them were written for that album and we never even rehearsed them. Mm. And, you know, so uh, I think we did Chatham Town a couple of times, but yeah. I just really like it. Yeah, bring the family down. You are welcome to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I and mean, it's a theme. There's another song called, that was was Medway, wasn't it, from the first side of Oh, I mean, yeah. uh, On, on yeah. a similar, yeah. yeah. Similar. It, this is it now. Uh, welcome to our great hometown. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I just I like the uh, all the noises.
0: Yeah, so you're saying the Silver Players were getting less popular as you went well mm. I know that you did a like an open letter at the end to, to a fan site, didn't you? And it was like this explanation that, but it seemed that the, the frustration was coming out mm. where you were writing, like the, we, we're really working our arse off and not getting anywhere and it was almost like we're trying, we're we're doing everything we can and we're working and it's just grinding you down and was that because you were just doing everything yourself and I said you had no internet and no, there was no record company at the time, was there anything to support you? Yeah, we just um, did an album with Big
1: Beat. We we we? did two albums with Big Beat and it was, no it wasn't, yeah, yeah, I think it was, there was personal reasons involved
2: Mm.
1: for stopping playing as well I think, but. Yeah, I think every band has a kind of got a shelf life.
2: Yeah, because we were doing gigs. We were going up to London. So, you know, you have to go get all your gear, pick all the gear up, travel up to London, do, do a sound check, do the old gig, all that business. Right. And I think I was going home with 10 or 20 quid in my pocket. Something yeah. like that, you know, and I was thinking yeah. that's quite a lot of work for this. Do you remember it's come back yeah. at 20 quid yeah. sometimes? Yeah, yeah. that's a lot of work for this, and there's not that many people there. And, and I think because we didn't play very often, every time we played,
3: it was like starting all over again, you yeah, know, in effort yeah. wise. You know, it's really great when you're when you string a few gigs together, and mm. you know, by yeah. a gig three or four, you're doing it with your eyes shut, and it's mm. you just really t- it's 100% enjoyment rather than work. Mm. And the solar flares always just seem like work towards the end yeah. and it was just a
1: bit too arduous
0: yeah so I don't remember the solo phase playing that many gigs we
1: did quite a lot of stuff yeah. abroad which was yeah. which was all usually a lot better but mm. you know even the same you felt like we've well, gone abroad for 10 days and then but only 3 or 4 of the gigs are only yeah. good yeah but you know the music was great that's, mm. that's the thing that kept it going as long as mm. as long as it did yeah I mean they are
0: great records aren't they you know and The Prisoners Name and the reputation, and, that, and everyone was saying that, the, that one of those most missed bands, and so it didn't really follow on with the Southern Flares. You know, he didn't really seem to take that audience with you. No,
3: no we didn't. Well, wish. initially
0: a little bit,
1: but yeah, you know, it was, it, it was strange because the Dirty Water was the club in London was really successful at, mm. at that time. All the sort of bands were, were coming over, like the White Stripes and people like that, mm. and so there was definitely an audience for it, but mm. it, was, it was never quite as much as you. You'd think when well, we yeah. did actually play, yeah. but now we're getting to hear the songs again. Which yep. is great, yeah, you know? really good. It's good to play them in front of people. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, Laughing Sons was a good record. It was it was a really, I mean, I it's kind of
1: under. I've not really played it that much. Yeah, I think right, because yeah. we'd stopped being a band. When I do listen to it, I think, oh yeah, that's that's us because we never played it often. So I, I, I like stumbling across tracks that we've recorded and forgotten about. Yeah, and there's a there's a few of them. There's, a, there's some on the second Solar Flares album that I mm. forgot. I heard the mountain the other day. Oh, um,
0: that is a great track. Yeah, that's uh, Ring yeah. Bell. Yeah, that's really good. I was hoping you would and I was going to say if if I have a contract for if we do a gig, you have to play
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, like a, a really
3: great I forgot about that? Yeah,
0: there's, oh,
1: yeah. there's quite yeah, there's yeah. quite a few that didn't yeah didn't really make know. it into the set as a regular.
0: And just before the, the Solar Flare's, you'd done a Prisoners' Reunion. And, and was it right that some of the Solar Flare songs were, were, were left over from the, the Prisoners' Reunion? A couple were used, yeah.
3: Because you released... you yes, when that's did, right, yeah, When
0: you had the, the, the comeback, you, you did a single, didn't you,
3: something as yeah, well? Yeah, that's it, yeah. And we were going to do an album. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it didn't
1: work out. <laughs> <laughs> some of the old problems reared their head again it was, a, it was a kind of okay if you did a couple of rehearsals did a couple of gigs yeah. but as soon as it came to sort of trying to get new stuff together yeah. that's when issues that yeah. were present ten years before started happening again and it, you know, <laughs> it wasn't going to work really but there were some songs that we the ground written that fell yeah. down to the, the solo of mm-hmm. first album along with your second Planet album yeah, so the first yeah. Solar well, of okay. album's album yeah. is quite got an interesting sort of background yes. to it
0: so that Prisoners' Reunion that, so you did actually start off with, with the intention of doing an album and maybe become, seeing how it went for the yeah. long term it wasn't okay. just like Someone offered you money for a gig and and you did it as a one off you had this plan to, it to get st- I think
3: the first few gigs are all billed as a as a one off um mm. but yes, yeah, like um like it always happens, you sort of get into it and you think, actually, this is really good um and i I personally f- didn't feel that the prisoner the old prisoner's stuff that we were doing we i didn't think we were doing a lot of it justice yeah um you know, played in a different style, you know, Johnny hadn't played for years on the drums. He'd, so he was always a bit nervous and a bit uptight. Um, didn't really enjoy the gigs, and, and James's style had changed such a lot over the years. And what he wasn't really playing the organ in the same way that he used to in the Prisoners. Yeah. And I, I sort of felt that the, the songs weren't weren't quite right. You yeah. know. So, I, I, but I was quite interested in doing some new stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, th- I thought we all were. And of course, those gigs were quite popular. Quite packed out a lot of the yeah. time, and I, and I think yeah, we could have could have done something with it. But as Alan says, uh, it wasn't to be for for personal yeah. reasons. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: So talking about the, the Jailers, Graham, and the decision to get back together and do the Forefathers, the old songs, I mean, with the Jailers, a lot of people reckon they're some of your best songs yeah. that you've done. What, did you just run out of songs, or what What made you think about doing doing the Forefathers? Because I know at the time, you know, often you've been quoted in the past as saying you didn't like the nostalgia aspect of people yeah. going on about the prisoners when you've got this new material. And I think with the yeah. Jailers, you were writing some some really great new material, so... What was it that made you change your mind a little bit about the looking back at the old material
3: and the old songs? Um, the fact of not being in a band, a current band, writing exactly that, not writing any new material. Um, and I think that's what's really good about this band. It, and it's, it, it really gives us the freedom to be able to do exactly what we want. Because you're right, I, I've always really begrudged, I mean, wrongly perhaps, but and perhaps selfishly, but people do want to hear the old stuff. And when you're you're playing new stuff, you, that's the last thing you want to do, really. Yes. You know, you might chuck an odd, the odd one in now and again, but, <clears throat> you know, people shout for prisoner songs when you're trying to, you know, just got a new album out. I think it's a bit disrespectful sometimes. Mm. It's, it probably isn't, of course, but that's just the way I used to take it. Right. So I think that's what's really great about this band, is being able to have that freedom to think, do you know what, you're shouting for Melanie, well, we'll play it then. We yeah. quite fancy it. Yeah. And it's been quite liberating for
0: me, I think. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I think there's a lot of the bands that I <coughs> deal with, the musicians, they do have that feeling of if they've got something new, that's what they're into. And there is that problem sometimes with the audience yeah. expecting the old stuff. And yeah. it's very difficult to get the balance right, isn't yeah. it? You know, I mean, you have you know, the obvious example would be Paul Weller, where he wouldn't play a jam song for years. And, and then... But it, people wanted to hear the jam song. So I think he's now, he's now come to that realisation. I think that, you, you have know, to you have eventually to get that, the balance. You know.
1: Yeah. I think as you stop being a, cu- a, whatever a current artist is, I thought you were going to say something else. I, <laughs> what, I, what yeah,
2: I can edit. <laughs> yeah, to make it sound like a, yeah. When are you going to stop being a current? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah.
1: You know, when everyone is, they are the big artists of the time or what you want to be moving on all the time. Yeah. Um, but once you're a heritage act or whatever... <laughs> <laughs> the you, National Trust. Yeah, you have to sort of... You know, you thought, well, we'll play everything that people want as long as we can keep ourselves interested yeah. and as long as we can deliver it properly. You know, that, yeah. so that's why we... That's a good point, yeah. yeah, mm. That's that's why we mix the set-up. So some people might turn up wanting to hear a load of Prisoner songs, but they might not actually get loads. They might get yeah. a couple of them. But that's the... That's the way of us keeping doing it because if we had this is our greatest hits set and we did that every gig yeah. We wouldn't last six months. You know, we do about yeah. three gigs to so say we've had enough So yeah. like this we play occasionally and we play a different set every time mm. So there's no reason to stop until we're actually not as good mm. as we want to be
0: how did you sort of choose the songs? I mean, you've got... It's almost like a sort of greatest hits, really, isn't it? You picked out some... Yeah, maybe, maybe not the obvious choices, in, in a way. I mean, I the, said so there's nothing from the first two Prisoners albums. Um,
3: but then you've... But, you know, it's, 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 I know you've got a lot to choose from. Yeah, I think we... We just sort of play what we fancy playing. I think we could probably play any of them just at the drop of a hat. And we have done a few times. You don't need to work them out. They're sort mm. of part of you, aren't they? they um, yeah, they just... But but I think there's a conscious effort initially when you when you when I put the setlist together to think well, right what would work without an organ because mm. um, a lot of those prisoners songs you you would assume need an organ although I wrote them mm. without an organ yeah um, and the prisoners did did uh, play for a little while without um, an organ as well so which is typical for all the bands yeah. that I've ever been in start off without one. Um, but and the, but then sometimes we'll drop, we'll drop a couple in live that really do need the organ, mm. but, you know, are having a good time and, and probably pissed. So it doesn't really matter. Well, people were singing along the organ parts anyway. Yeah. At home, <laughs> most of the
0: times, you know. But I think like, the first gig I saw you at was at the Bethnal Green Working Men's Club, and you did a lot more of the prisoner stuff. And then over the last couple of shows, yeah. you've sort of dropped the prisoners and put more solar flares. And then the last show, we had a lot more ga- jailers in. Yeah. Um...
1: So I think it's your it, it, people are sort of... It, it's, yeah, it's, it's important, I mean, we because it's all it old stuff, we have to mix it up, because... Get you get bored with it quite Yeah, anything, you know, you, each song, or most of the songs, will get played two or three times, and then they might not appear again and, and gig for a little while. But you have yeah. to keep them rotating, even though it's a big back catalogue.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean, the ones that have stayed in the set all along have been the favourites, really, mm. and they probably always will. Although it seems like a big back catalogue, it's not... Um, a lot of them you wouldn't want to play, I don't think. Uh, I wouldn't want to, anyway. Why's that? I don't know. Just um, you've moved on and... Yeah, I, I think for me it's... Um, a lot of them I wouldn't consider to be good enough. Mm. Um, and it's not not about listening to the records and thinking that they haven't been recorded properly or anything like that. I just don't think they're very good songs. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's better to, you know, when you've got um, a lot to choose from, why not mm. pick the best ones? Yeah. <laughs> you know just for the sake of it you're not really going to bang out it's not about oh we play a load of prisoner songs it's about what we fancy playing at the time yeah so it, it'll always be the best songs that we've done mm. and well, i that's, think that's probably why the jailers have started creeping in because that's yeah. sort of you know that and the solar flares the are, are definitely the best stuff for me mm. so yeah i mean the, the jailer
0: songs went down really well and there was the
3: your two colleagues
0: were in, in the crowd that night, yeah, weren't they? At the half moon, yeah. which was nice. You know, yes. one of them got on stage and nicked the whiskey that I got for you. Also. Yeah, well, and he's been t- talking about YouTube. He was captioned on YouTube because <laughs> <know, it's> okay. <laughs> Paul was getting really. He was he, he was down the front taking photos. And said some bloke's just nicked graham whiskey. Got on stage. You're going to do something about it. I so that's old,
3: one of my just got up. <laughs> <on stage>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can't. Yeah. Well, you know, at it, least he didn't get up and start. Play or
1: anything like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind him nicking the whiskey. <laughs> I we're rehearsing his. Um, he, he's got a printing firm and we actually rehearse and, and that's where we recorded the album. Yeah. That's so where we've I done think, a lot of recording. we'd probably oh, do okay. home a sip of whiskey. Yeah, so he's, yeah. he's kind of allowed mm-hmm. I think.
0: Oh, so he's he's living over here, is he? Oh, that's is John Barker, yeah, yeah. he was around the corner. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so it's dad is in America. So yeah. So yeah,
1: yeah. He just happened to be. Passing through because I think the Woggles had a, a tour in Spain that he was off to or something like that. Oh, that's right. so, so, yeah, we don't get to see him that often, unfortunately. Yeah. And let's
0: well, talking of um, the, the jailers, let's let's pick a track that was um, that features on the album. And this is uh, begging you. I think in, with the jailers, I mean, you, you the, the lyrics on the two albums are great because you are looking at not like a, a midlife crisis or something, but you're looking at that
3: midlife, that yeah. looking back. I mean, yeah.
0: they're, they're they're great, they're I, great I really, lyrics. I think I yes. really
3: like them lyrics. Yeah, I hate mm. writing lyrics. Normally, It's normally the last thing I, I do. Um, mm. I'd often we've even played gigs where I haven't written the words yet. I just make it up. You know, with, yeah. with new new songs, mm. and I, it's a real chore. Um, mm. Thinking you have to do something meaningful or or whatever, but mm. yeah, when it came to do the jailer stuff, I thought, "No, I'm going to have a real laugh with this," and mm. then it's just all funny stories. Mm. So I, I felt really comfortable about mm. that. Yeah, no, I, I think that puts me off writing new songs, or mm. words, because I just yeah. I just struggle for inspiration. You know, whether it's um, thinking having to have something to say. Well, I've always been a bit funny about that anyway. Mm. It shouldn't mm. it shouldn't you're not preaching. Mm. So that's you know. That song I wrote, just a song, is, is about writing words. Yeah, I mean that was one of my picks. I was going to play that because you on there
0: you say don't then ask me for any meaning behind it. It's, yeah. a, it's a song I'm writing. This it, the, and it, it does feel almost like that mm. uh, the lyrics and the song should be taken together, which is in a way what great rock and roll is about, isn't it? You know, some well, I mean, um,
1: words are the the sounds that feel right. That exactly, you know, know, yeah. you know you're yeah. picking things to that have got the right. Yeah, you know the right the vowels, percussions. Was, yeah. yeah, the right vowels and the right percussion yeah. bits in the right, rather than some meaningful thing. Like, you know, yeah. If you're setting poetry to music, that's another thing. But um, yeah. you know, rock and roll, as long as you've got, you know, one decent verse, yeah, <laughs> the other two can be, yeah, it just fill up the the gaps.
0: That's right, like the Ramones second verse, same as the first. I mean, that's <laughs> sort of like <laughs> perfect, yeah. Yeah. One, you know. <laughs> But I was quite, I mean, when I heard just a song, I, I mean, I was, I was. Well, I mean, that's a bit harsh at first, you know, but then I sort of could see what you were saying, you know, and, uh, and I, I thought, yeah, I mean, so don't worry, I'm not going to ask you about the hidden meaning behind any of the lyrics today or anything mm-hmm. like that. Good,
5: because there isn't one. There isn't, yeah. the <laughs> sun. <laughs>
0: Talking about, you know, that now you're playing what fans want and you're giving
3: it's a well, fans' we, dream, but well, we pl- we're playing what we want,
1: I yeah guess. but it happens but to coincide with re- yeah, what carry
0: side with fans. Yeah, no. but, the, but the funny thing is, is now what people were asked were saying to me if they need new eyes, they gonna to see you new stuff? Are gonna play any new stuff? <laughs> uh, <yeah.
5: laughs> so That's now, the question, really the biggest weird, question is it?
0: like. When Are they writing new material? The number one question, if I was, I said to some people, yeah, I'm going to go down... You know. What
2: would be the point? They still want
3: the old stuff, wouldn't they? <laughs> well, that's yeah. right. You know, so so it's, you, they just you, want to get me angry
2: again. You know what Churchill said? You can please some of the people on the beaches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you're going to get people now at the front of the gig saying, place Play some oh, so some
1: we you. don't know. <laughs> 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 so
0: we can moan. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, seriously, it's, is there any? How do, how do you three of you feel about that? I mean, are you, are you is there any? Are you disenjoying at the moment? You're going with the flow, or is yeah. there? Yeah. There's no sort of. I'd be or?
1: certainly. i will be up for playing new stuff, but um, but that's not the that's not the be all and end Yeah. All.
0: So you're just enjoying it and know, taking I mean, it as You
1: know, I write songs for my own band. Yeah. This is Graham's. Yeah, vehicle for his songs. So yeah. I think that's uh, it's down to it, you, really. It, it if would, you want to, it, yeah, I sort of do, but it would, at the same
3: time, very conscious of the fact that it would spoil it right. because it's not—it's not about that, really. Yeah, you know, new
1: songs, new band. I would say. Yeah, I, I think I suppose I think the only way it would would happen is if someone said, put a, you know, do a single, and write you could actually just write two songs for that yeah. single. Yeah. Not rather yeah. than say, oh, we've got to do an album. Oh we've got to write twelve or fourteen songs. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's it's we're much more likely to, to be bothered. Yes. If there's only you have to do a couple of them. I've, yeah. yeah, I've got a few new songs but it, it would just, it kinda it changes it, the dynamic. Where would, of it. Yeah, where would it
3: yeah. fit? You know, I don't know. But this is about celebrating the past in a way mm. and do it you know, just having a
2: laugh with it. Yeah. I think to do new stuff would be wouldn't fit. Mm. It's quite a fragile little band in a way, this one, because we're all We could either one of us at any point say just bored with it or you know Mm. had enough, couldn't we? uh, But you know, luckily it keeps um, rolling along. It's quite
0: refreshing, isn't it? You know, and uh, to have that. And we had a great night at the Half Moon uh, back in June, which um, was with uh, Galileo Seven, which is your current band. You you did a double shift. Yeah, and you've just released a a great record, um, False Memory (laughs) line. And that, was a, that was a really good night because I think we I'm, I said I was, that seemed to strike a chord with people because I've mm. never had mail or messages after a gig you know saying how
3: much people enjoyed it you know and it was really nice you know, it it's quite moving you know, to, yeah. that for night for sort of well. sums up what we're trying to do really just you know that kind of small venue with friends <laughs> mm. um, you know packed audience everyone enjoying it having a great mm. laugh that's a perfect evening for me yeah They're really was, good it's that's, what th- us, that's what keeps us doing it you know yeah well that's what we wanted and
0: I mean, there was someone, there was a guy I've got to mention, Dave Murphy, who came over from America just to to see the gig. There was a guy who drove down from Hartlepool and drove well, there back was actually, again. And <laughs>
1: there was actually someone from New Zealand there. Oh, really? Oh, God. Yeah, He didn't actually come up and say so. Oh, right. We'll I have to find was, out their name. Yeah, Paul yeah. Fisher, that was.
0: Paul Fisher, OK. Yeah, I mean, that, that, was, a, that was a great night. And... Uh, I enjoyed it, and it was just nice to have that celebration. I mean, there was, was just, I said, I haven't had, like, bruised ribs on a monitor for years, you know, <laughs> getting pushed in, <laughs> shoved yeah. around by these people that look like me at the front of the stage, yeah, you know. It was, it was a mid-lodge like mosh pit. It was, it was, it was, a, <laughs> it was a great night. So um, it's funny, because when we did our first couple of podcasts, when we, Paul Slattery, and we were talking about your music, the prisons and everything, and this was just after the jailers, so we were saying, and this is in episode three, you can go back and listen to it, that we were saying, wow, why, why aren't they... Playing gigs again—it's such a shame—and you know, one of the most missed bands. And wouldn't it be great if they played? And then I, so I wouldn't have ever guessed that a few years later that we'd actually be putting on a show for you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm really pleased about that. So thanks. It made us uh, all very happy. you no, thank you. It, it, was, it um, was
3: good. It was one of the best ones we've done. Was, uh, really
0: enjoyed it? Was, it was great. And it's great to have you back <laughs> playing so, all, all the tracks again. You know. And um, so let's pick out uh, another track from the, the new album. Um, let's go for I Am The Fisherman Which is a, was a great track And that went down really well on the night That was the last song you played And you dedicated that to Dave Murphy from Arizona uh, And uh, this, this, this is one of your favourites as well isn't it? I know you like this one Yeah you? I do, I do like
3: that one It's come out really well on the album Yeah, well let's hear it I am the Fisherman
0: the New album Good Things. That's it's going to be ready for this the next show you're playing in London, which is at the 229 the venue, um, at Great Portland Street on the 31st of October.
1: It's a gig, and the album will be available to buy for the very first time at their gig. And it won't be on sale anywhere for about you know a week afterwards. Yeah. You know, we want people to come to that gig <laughs> to, buy <the> <laughs> to buy the record, yeah. They don't have to stay for the gig, they can yeah. just go home when they put the record <laughs> yeah. In. yeah, in fact, if they want to just <laughs> get you know at the door, I think it makes it more the whole thing a bit more interesting when there's a a big bundle at the back afterwards. Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah, that'd be good. And that's the vinyl. Is it being released on vinyl?
1: It's on vinyl, and it will also have the the album on CD with it. Yeah. So, you know, we're we're trying and it's download code as well, we're trying to keep everyone happy.
0: And the front cover's got some pictures of uh, my colleague Paul Slattery, who can't be here today, unfortunately. But he sends his regards, and he's got some nice photos on the cover of that, which yeah. is good.
3: He, he does take a mean photo, that boy. He really does. He should make a living out of it. Yeah, they he should, should do. They, shouldn't he? They? Yeah. Thought of that but he took, yeah,
0: he did pictures of the prisoners, didn't he, back in the in the early days? I've got some yeah. of them on the blog. You know, he did. He worked mainly with. Billy Childish over the years, and he did some early ones in the prisoners. I think. I'll yeah, he, put said, some. he
1: said he saw us a lot, yeah. and I've seen some of his poets. Uh, hope, yeah, and Anchor. hope and
0: Anchor ones, that's Yeah, right. yeah. in
1: about 83.
0: Yeah, think. yeah. So you can have a look at the blog and check out some of his old pictures. Thanks, Dave. Right, well, thanks very much. Um, I mean, Wolf had to leave us to go up to some um, award ceremony. It's going to be sick. To be the. <laughs> 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 I hope he's not going to do that at the award ceremony. Lightweight. Yeah. And uh, thanks to Wolf for earlier, and uh, thank you very much, Alan my pleasure and uh, thank you Graham it's great to see you and, and thanks very much indeed That's and we look nice. forward to the gig on the, on the 31st of October yeah. Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for coming down Steve no problem you're very welcome and don't forget to check out www.retromandblog.com for more links on, on all the bands uh, where you can get tickets for the for the gig on the 31st and obviously we'll keep you updated on the release of the new album and uh, thanks very much indeed mm-hmm.
2: Can I just ask, are bananas good for hangovers? Yes. They are. Depends what you do yeah. with them. <laughs> Can I have one? No. <laughs> do you want some water? No, just bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve. That's, That's funny, mate. Yeah. It's a serious business. It's like. <laughs>